1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Michelle Cobb, publisher of Audiofile, and this week we're celebrating our selection of the 2022 best audiobooks. In today's episode, we're talking about young adult audiobooks. These titles include new takes on classic stories, captivating horror, and moving contemporary tales. We also have a very special guest today, Deepthi Gupta. We'll talk to her soon. But first, here are this year's best young adult audiobooks. Ain't Burned All the Bright by Jason Reynolds, read by Jason Reynolds, Niall Bullock, Tatum Marilyn Hall, Jaquan J. Kelly, and Dupree Owens. Breathe and Count Back from 10 by Natalia Sylvester, read by Frankie Corzo. The Honeys by Ryan Lasala, read by Pete Cross. The Weight of Blood by Tiffany Jackson, read by J.D. Jackson, Sarah Molla Christensen, Joy Nash, Christopher Salazar, and Karen Molina-White. What Souls Are Made Of by Tasha Suri, read by Alex Williams and Becca Harani. And All My Rage by Sabah Tahir, read by Deepti Gupta, Kamran R. Khan, and Kasa Mohammed.
1: So welcome to Behind the Mic, Deepti. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here and happy to be here to talk about a book that is just heartbreaking and, and heart healing at the same time. Well, tell us a little bit about the
0: audiobook and how you approached recording it.
1: So, Kosser, Kamran, and I, you know, um, co-narrate this. And the way the book is written, it is sectioned, each chapter is sectioned out to the three point of view's. And I read for Misbah, who is Salauddin's mother and Noor's kind of adopted mother. And for me, I just fell in love with the writing. It is very poetic. And also the relationship that Misbah has with her husband, who is a dreamer, but Misbah is not, but she can observe and kind of relish the dreaminess that her husband has and I just loved the tenderness that's there in the writing. And how did the three of you
0: work together to
1: achieve this recording? Well, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> As more and more happens in audiobook work, narrators often don't really connect unless there is like a big reason around pronunciations and something so We actually didn't really connect until after and the reviews started to come and, you know, we would tag each other on social media posts and then I was like, oh, hey. And actually, I met Kamran a couple of weeks ago at a different event for the first time in person.
0: Oh, wow. That's really fun. (laughs) So you're portraying... Sal's mother over many years of her life. And this Mm -hmm. is a very emotional listen. So how did you help listeners connect with that really wide variety of emotions over such a long
1: period of time? Um, For me, I think it was just uh, personally how I work is like, if I connect personally with the story, then I think that's what matters. And the way that Sabah has written it, it's so beautiful because There is that moment where Mizbah talks about when she's about to be married and she is standing next to her father and believes that her father is like her guardian in everything. And I know that I felt that about my father growing up as a kid. So it just really connected me with that childlike feeling of yearning and connection and hope that, you know, your caretaker is going to step up for you. And then as the story progresses, I, there's just so much love in the story. And I myself am a mother. I don't know. It just, it was just, I don't know that there's a process per se, but uh, for me, if I connect with the heart of where the character is, then that, that's all that matters. And then the, the beautiful kind of arc of Mizbah's story. Seeing and so much of Mizbah's story is observing, observing what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I think in that observation, there is a beautiful mix of herself and also the outside world. So I don't know, I can just say it's really beautifully written. And I remember when we were recording it, Kim Smith, who directed all of us individually, I remember there was a moment I was like, hold on, I need to take a moment and it's uh, it moved me and i guess when it moves me then i do have to, i have to work less
0: Well, we we heard that come through in the recording. Aww. So I'm curious, this is a, a YA title for targeted at teens. Do you do anything
1: different when you're approaching a title that's targeted to teens? Oh, that's an interesting question, because where my voice is, how my voice is, I actually don't get to do a lot of young adult titles because I have a more mature voice, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I would love to, because there's a suppressed teenager in me that wants to tell all these stories. I think in this one, I just got lucky that I was presenting the mother's point of view, and it allowed me to travel from a young woman's perspective to you know, 30, 40 years later in the future, where things are different, and we've lived life, and there's just more ragged and toughness, and all of that is present. I did narrate The Lady or the Lion, The Man or the Monster, are two YA titles that I got to narrate, and I had so much fun. And specifically, these titles are set in Pakistan, and they're kind of you know, made up world of intrigue and, and um, mm-hmm. love and palace and princess. It was just really so much fun. And I think what I, I actually just auditioned for a YA title yesterday. I don't know if I'll get it. Because I, I, don't, I don't feel like I want to change the timber of my voice. I think what works for me is the intention and the pace and the way the world is experienced, if, especially if it's a first person narration. I think that's where the crux of YA is, where there's just like hypersensitivity to what's going on. And there's just the emotions live in a different place, I think. I completely agree. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I feel validated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so obviously you connected with this title. Is there any one thing that will stick with you about it? Or is there one thing that you hope listeners will get out of it?
1: Yes, 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 definitely. Definitely this little section from the book, can I read it? It's yes. like just two lines. It's etched in my heart. It makes me emotional just thinking about it and reminds me of another book I'd narrated, A Place for Us, Fatima, Farheen, Mirza. And both, both these books, in a way, are about parenting. And here's something that Sabah writes somewhere towards the middle of the chapter and interestingly enough in misbah section this is the first time i address my son directly all my chapters are kind of like this happened and here's the first time i address him directly as if i'm writing a letter to him and towards the end it says children are the greatest dream of all a dream manifest walking talking venturing into the world open to success and joy and greatness, open to wild, spectacular possibility, but open to destruction also. And to me, that was just like, I feel like that's at the heart of this book, how fragile children are. And both Noor and Salahuddin have experienced abuse as kids. And that is also what kind of automatically connects them but also just makes them very, very sensitive people and that the grown-ups in their lives and not just their immediate guardians but all grown-ups in their lives, right, could have done better but didn't. Hmm. And to me that as a parent myself, I always think about and worry about how I'm damaging my own child (laughs) and how you hope to God I'm not. And so I feel like that it's just like I wish for our kids to have more love in their lives and not destructive people around them. But that doesn't always happen. Well, what a great way to close. I wish that as well. Yes, yes.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today, Deep D, and for sharing these wonderful thoughts and for your list of other titles suggested, really. Well, thank you, Michelle, for having me. And congratulations again for being one of the. Best YA audiobooks of
1: 2022.
0: Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> We've been hearing from Deepdi Gupta about narrating "All My Rage" by Sabah Tahir, which she co-narrated with Kamran Ar Khan and Kasur Muhammad. This has been a special edition of Best of the Year Behind the Mic. We're featuring many conversations with narrators talking about what they do and how they do it and their love of what they do. So take a listen and stay tuned for more. And you can read through the full list of best audiobooks at audiophilemagazine.com. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Oasis Audio, featuring the finest in carefully curated classic novels, including The Man Who Laughs, Victor Hugo's 1869 biting arraignment of the aristocracy for their vices, crimes, and selfishness, lavishly narrated by Simon Vance, available anywhere. This is Michelle Cobb. Thank you for listening.